0: let
1: Good evening and welcome to the Just. My name is Nagy. I'm here as always with my hairy friend Liam McNeil. Liam, how are you tonight? Well, thank you, Nagy. Uh, really uh, well kept and not very knotted. That's good.
0: You don't look been well. Brushing. Yeah, no, you... I've
1: been. In <laughs> fact, I'm terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm crook as a dog all day. Well, thank you for joining me anyway. Um, it's, uh, it brightens it... up my day to do so. Even though we do this at night. I <laughs> might crap.
0: <laughs> I might.
1: We talk everything uh, Newcastle Knights here at the Joust. Uh, and, uh, might and, other yeah, and other things. Yeah, another thing. things. We do get off topic a fair bit as well. Um, sponsors for this week, Liam? Yes, sponsors for this week. Um, we've got some really good ones this week, <laughs> actually.
0: We've got uh, Breakfast with Stephen Kim on NXFM 106.9. That was a uh, great show, wasn't it? Uh, it was a great show, really good. I, re- I listened to it in the car on the way to St. Pius High School uh lakeview blinds and awnings i'll make your windows come to life and jack crawford buying a liter of milk at scotty's and having them squirt a liberal amount of strawberry topping in it it was delicious cheapest milkshake you'd ever get what an innovator oh it was amazing it was like buck 20 for a liter of milk and then you just ask them for a squirt of topping and they even shake it up for you wow. genius yeah, it was amazing do you have to take a sip out of it for before you do, you do you do you got to clear a bit of room at the top because obviously it's, it's pretty dense the the topping but yeah it was brilliant
1: Sensational. Mm. Uh, Liam, would you like to? Uh, oh, we have the yes, first look, sips. So first we, sips. Oh, sorry,
0: uh, of course. Ross Dog, of course, three try hero from the weekend, Ross Dog. First sips. Thank you, Rossi.
1: What, yeah, what a game he had, huh? Also, Liam, I noticed you're drinking not beer this week. Yes,
0: what? due to my ill health I've uh, felt today, I've uh, decided I'm still sticking with a real a core component of beer. I've got myself a glass of water. So main ingredient, I think, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's arguably the same thing, it's pretty <laughs> much. So, But yes, now, before we get into the silliness, as is uh, the tradition, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we observe every week, I'd ask you to please be upstanding for the National Anthem of Australia. On the ning-nang-nong, where the cows go bong, and the monkeys all safe boo. There's a nong-nang-ning, where the trees go... Oh, sorry about that, uh, guys. Our producer, Elliot, was... Uh, Learning his numbers today, and he uh, left that playing in the background. Apologies, he's
1: getting, he's getting good. I think he's up to nine this week. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, he get,
0: wrestling with it. He's still not completely sold on the concept of nine, but yeah, he's getting there. He's getting there.
1: It's some of the toughest numbers, nine, when he goes oh, there. Oh, absolutely. But not, God forbid when he gets to the double digits. Oh, it's just it's simply too much. <laughs> simply too many digits. Now, Liam. I don't know if he caught the Dragons game of the weekend. Uh, <laughs> I did, Nagy. You'll recall we were hidden behind the couch at one point, mate. It was such a roller coaster of emotions. And a lot of those mo- emotions weren't positive ones. Most of them weren't positive, actually, yeah. Well, it was uh, like it
0: was a really bad roller coaster. It just went mostly down.
1: And it gave you a hope in the middle and then yeah. back to. It d- only took you off the earth, only to return you to Earth so Somewhere much. Somewhere below the surface of the earth. Just to give a quick run through, uh, we, within the first 10 minutes we were losing 10 uh, nil to the Dragons. It looked like it could have been a classic night's uh, flogging. Uh, only for them to uh, score five unedged tries to bring it back up to 28 10 at half time, um, giving the feeling of uh, exuberance and confidence among fans and, uh, and players. Uh, and then uh, half time finished, and the Dragons proceeded to chase down our lead within the first twenty minutes, which uh, is
0: actually becoming the new Knights classic. Which, yeah, <laughs> great lead at halftime getting chased out. Oh, that old Knights classic wasn't it? A good
1: times of the floggings, you know, when you could just—I
0: miss the flogging. Yeah, I those... really missed the belt. Remember losing forty nil to the Panthers? That was unreal. Remember that the was a great uh, feeling.
1: Remember losing sixty two nil to the Sharks yeah, last year? I just moved on and did I just... something else that day. It was brilliant.
0: I accepted they were
1: going to lose. Yeah. Almost within the first fifteen minutes.
0: I think and I went to the pub straight after that game. It was it was great. It was a brilliant day. Drink your sorrows away. No, I had no sorrows. <laughs> as well, yeah, but they they were drunk away very quickly.
1: Yeah, because you just accept it. But this this the,
0: it's the hope that hurts. It does. I'm actually putting my illness today. My horrifying. Crushing debilitation, I'm too purely on the heads of the Newcastle Knights. It might be
1: that's your morale, for.
0: <laughs> could be my morale, or or more likely just my terrible lifestyle catching up with me. It but could be the lifestyle, too. I yeah. think
1: more than that, it's the
0: morale. morale. Yeah,
1: it's taken a real hit. Sorry, I was just taking a sit there and I thought you were going to be longer. <laughs> <laughs> just did no, no, that it, off rather suddenly, I think uh, what, what's really hurting the Knights is I think it's really like, if anything. Um, besides their ability, <laughs> is the uh, that's kind of the big one. But still, it's there's hurting, more.
0: It's hurting the Knights fans because, and God knows, we're some of the most hardy, supportive fans in the NRL, as well, we've discussed on the show. We
1: like to get on when it's when we're when we're winning, and it's there's a certain energy around the town. And you know, there was the amount of texts I got after the first half of just saying like, look, at, look, look at this, we're doing it, we're beating the Dragons, like an old rival, the Dragons. That um, someone who's had. An old rival? Well, I don't know. I've got a lot of dragon supporter friends. So I ah, always heck, cool, I heck, always heck. like to see the dragons lose. Shout to out nuts. to our
0: sister podcast. Sister podcast but, yes. The dragons one that we made up last week and forgot
1: about. Tip, tip the scales. Tip the cool. scales. Oh, that's yeah. it. Shout out to tip the scales there. <laughs> it doesn't. I, almost, I was very like tempted to come on and be like, welcome to the tip the scales where we support the dragons. Another win, boys. <laughs> we support
0: the dragons now. Go us. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that would be, that'd be a much better world to live in. Uh, yeah, But <laughs> yeah, no, I miss the floggings. But it's the morale that's just getting... It's just getting well out. we're losing more fans than we're like the, even the ones it's sort of there's a certain uh, dignity to stay with a team when they're getting flogged. But to give them all the hope that they're gonna win by all like I think um, the Fox Sports predictor at halftime gave us a um, a seventy point nine percent chance was, of yeah. winning. Um if anything we're really upsetting that um predictor. really <laughs>
0: <laughs> out of a job.
1: Yeah, well whoever's the if, stack guy that thought it would bring it on because like... It
0: a robot, isn't a machine.
1: I think it must be a machine. It must be a machine. Man by a man, <laughs> or a woman. Or, or a woman. woman. Uh, <laughs> let's not let's not go down that path, Liam. Uh, but it's but look, I think yeah, we're losing. We're, we're giving everyone hope and then immediately crushing it, and that's really hurting us in the long run. We're losing more fans, I think, by the day. Like, and this is going to affect crowd numbers as well because nothing worse than just disappointment. And I said at the beginning of the season, I just hope that we're competitive. I'm throwing that out. Yeah. I like, hope. I hope now we're no longer competitive. Because I can't do it anymore. It's hurting it's, it's me too much. It's killing me.
0: It's killing me. But, you know, it, there was such promise in the first half. The Knights were running hard. They were making great metres. They seemed to be... Like, they were scoring at will at one point. It was bizarre. And just, again, those bloody halftime speeches. Oh, but I got a, I, I reckon the pinpoint for me was the penalty goal attempt at uh, 38, 39 minutes. I yeah. had yeah. all this momentum. We should have kept it going. And I think they were a bit ahead and already started panicking about defending a lead instead of going for another try. Yeah. I think having that penalty, that stoppage, they saw, oh, two points, that's a better way to defend a lead, not mm. let's extend the lead.
1: Yeah, hindsight's a beautiful thing, unfortunately. Um, oh, no, I think we said this at the time, Nagy. Yeah, well, I think we were talking about oh uh, Yeah, we said we should we strike with the irons hot. But, yeah, look, let's just quickly jump onto our uh, hats off for this week. Hats off uh, for you, Liam. I've got to oh, gotta go
0: with the, the white lightning. Three tries and you know really kind of trying to take that fullback role and make it his own with the uh, departure of Gagai. Look, I thought he wasn't bad.
1: Not he did, bad. He didn't do himself any uh, any. I he didn't do himself any favours. No, he didn't do a lot he of favours. Yes,
0: many, many of them.
1: All in the first half, three tries. Some of them long range. looked looked really good. Looked aggressive. Um, I think I think uh, he was found wanting a little bit in defence and um, just positional wise when the ball was um, finding itself in the end goal. Uh, but, you know, the, but the dragons were on at that point. You know, it was hard to defend, no matter who was there. Um, my hats are uh, off this week. Uh, back got, on. No, no, no. My, oh, sorry. My, yep. My apologies. One. We'll get this right eventually. What is it? Your <laughs> hats off was better than. No, no. My mine. My, my, my one was for uh, Barney. Barney's <laughs> yes, back. Barney's it, it back. It was it's hard good to see Barney back. It was like everyone had a much better first half than the second half. But I think uh, Barney early on was just throwing these uh, like soft hand passes, just like one offs. That was really asking questions of the fence. He put Lockie Fitzgibbon over for a one who another one heard a very good game. He's also copped a knock. Uh, I'm not really sure what his injury is. Everyone just keeps saying that it's that he's hurt himself. I think he, yeah, is I think it's ribs. It I looks, think it's just misc pain and he's all right. Yeah, look, he's a big lad and he was he was showing a lot of promise as well, but obviously didn't play much of the second half due to injury and he looked like in a very bad way right before half time. But look, that kind of game plan of just um getting up there and inside the ten metres, being willing to throw it. Um being willing to throw it. up. <laughs> So, Liam, were you just looking up something was, on your phone?
0: I was trying to confirm uh, what you just said with the night's news and it accidentally played the team announcement.
1: Oh, and the, and the, the song that sort of sounds like the yeah. uh, the Kanye West. That very same song. <coughs> <laughs> that does sound something like that. I can't do... No, can't but it's, it's quite like that, actually. I can't make sounds no. with my mouth uh, to represent <laughs> music. Uh, but yeah, look, uh, Barney. Barney being back. Mm. like, And look, he was tackling his guts out in the second half, but couldn't have that kind of attacking impact.
0: Now, I wouldn't have thought you'd uh, give him the hats off per- purely because i was watching i don't know if you guys realize this now and you know what's a game together on the weekend yeah uh naggy for the first time realized that mitch barnett has a tramp stamp yes and i thought true. that like the way you reacted to it i thought that's uh really affect colored naggy's uh well it's funny favorable we were... impression of mitch barnett and, was, uh,
1: was that what you were always say when you're saying barney's back we actually used to get pointing it out like look at barney's back like, I was <laughs> yeah, trying to point out to you that he... no, I was
0: uh, merely overjoyed for his return. But yeah, no, I thought uh, that would have significantly coloured your opinion of him. So. Yeah, look, it's so like good a, on you for
1: looking past a questionable life choice. It's a like it's it's a vigorous tramp stamp. Tramp stamp it too. Kind it's kind of like, faded. It's like looks like it's in a mush. I think it, he must have got it when he was much younger and thought this is like who gets it in the smaller your back? Like you know what I mean? Like get it somewhere. <laughs> get it somewhere else. Get it over the, like over your over your navel. Like yeah. who was it? Ben Cousins. Yes, he was famous
0: what? meth addict. Yes. <laughs> yes, and I think he one he, of this country's finest. One of the like, yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. And he uh, he also came out recently and just said like because I think he's serving a few years away in prison, and he was sort of <laughs> Is like he really yeah, yeah, I believe so. <laughs> I and, didn't know that. I believe, I believe he just said like well, like what are you, what are your plans when you're going to be rehabilitating? And he's like I'm just going to keep taking drugs because <laughs> I'm addicted to them. Uh, would now, this <laughs> is the problem with
0: this country. Men like Ben Cousins are not serving in Parliament as our senior ministers. Well,
1: yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: But uh, also... What are you going to do when you get a rehab? I'm just going to go back and do drugs. He, goes, he should be running this country. would be a superpower in no time. Well, the, he, well, we'd have a good fun.
1: He is honest in front of the camera, which... Yeah, which also that. Which we can't Rare say.
0: among politicians. Now, but uh, back, on ten, back on topic. Who have you got for your hats back on this week? Uh,
1: look, I want to give it... Um, Look, I want, look the, uh, a special mention, an honourable or dishonourable mention, goes to uh, Josh Duggan, famed a New South Wales player, to manage to get two penalties for simply getting up and pushing the the tackler. I was a bit about perplexed the person by those ones, actually. Yeah, he was uh, taking out a bit of
0: rage, I think, on them. And uh, it seems like there was, was no penalty. Julie
1: rewarded. He reacts to
0: something in the tackle, pushes them, and gets the penalty. It's like a petulant child with a tantrum, and you reward them with candy. You don't do that.
1: Yes, no, that's right. You're only, oh. you're only provoking the, uh, the, <laughs> the attention and the behaviour. Um, sorry, who's your? Essentially, I mean, what we're
0: m- saying is that we think Josh Dugan has ADD.
1: Mine's the halves. Mine's a ha- halves pairing this week. Was, uh, that, was that yours? No, oh, uh, your no, mine mine is mine, like as Brandy came out and said like they played too slowly and that, like, but mine's Jalen Feeney, especially. Um, just, just he went from play having some good touches in the in the first half to the second half, just, just no, just looking. La
0: diabolique.
1: What does that mean? I don't know, it's just diabolical that said in a
0: French accent. <laughs> oh, so I hope it means diabolical.
1: Cut a few syllables and just <laughs> say it with a, at Pretty the much. end of it and just hope that it's...
0: <laughs> it got me through Montreal untouched. <laughs> but, um, Especially untouched by the Montreal women. They didn't care for my <laughs> fumbling of uh, their language. Um, but my hat's yeah. back on uh, this week. i got to go with gags. Now, for a player who had such a huge effect on Origin 1 to come back is a big ask. Yeah. However, a player of that standard who plays that well in any other side, they come back and they pick the team up, but he, uh. he just didn't really seem to be able to do that to be able to you know drag the others around, which I understand is hard. He's the only representative player out there doing it yeah. for the Knights. but you know you kind of have an expectation of those players to drag you up out of the the tough times towards the end when you're still trying to work at defending a lead. And, you know, it, he didn't really show as much leadership as I'd hope.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think that someone that, he was playing in the centre, but someone that plays at fullback so often could have got himself involved more in the middle, try to spark something, throw it around a bit, you know what I mean? Like, in, it, we just seemed, like, sure, we're making mistakes midway through the sets and we'll uh, conceding penalties late in the sets. But it was... Excuse me, sorry about that. You're um, excused. Um, <laughs> but um, it was something we should, like, those are the kind of players. Look at, As far as experience, he's leaps and bounds ahead of anyone else on that side. So he really should have... We expected more, you know. Mm. Um, That's really,
0: yeah, towards the end of the game, he should be the one saying, all right, boys, this is how a successful team operates at this point in the game. Yeah. This is yeah. what we do. Yeah,
1: and being away from the camp, like uh, being away sorry, at origin camp, he really like, could have drawn on some some more. I don't know what was said off the field, like, you know, on the field or off the field, but, you know, it, it seemed like we were looking to him as, as sort of the leadership uh, in the leadership group and he didn't provide anything. I did notice see uh Metauti took his headgear off though. He did. Which I like think that he was really giving it his all. Good confidence move, yeah. for a man that has had more concussions than hot dinners, I think it's uh Yeah, and that's it, a lot. He's have, a big he might boy he he must might have, have forgot to put it job. back on. <laughs> it happens from time to time. Yeah. Now we have the Tigers this week. Uh it's the, the Battle for the Spoon. Spoon off. Uh the uh the wooden spoon. Um only used for cooking. Never used for eating. No, just it isn't. Just a little also used for
0: disciplining that. Yeah, that's true. Why is that? Because I was a shit-house kid. <laughs> <laughs> get a nice whip on it's the spoon. It's funny, the wooden spoon actually saved uh, my family home
1: once. Okay. was four years
0: old. I was in Sawtell growing up, and I was about three in the morning. I went into Mum and Dad's room, and I'm woken up. Mum and Dad, I can't sleep. Like, no, no, shut up. Go to bed. Go back to bed. No, no, Mum and Dad, I really can't sleep. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, they woke up. All right, we're waking up now. <sighs> Smell smoke. And uh, turns out, Mum, the idiot, yeah. <laughs> had left the oven on. And no, sorry, Mum, you're not an idiot. Uh, she left the stove tub on and the wooden spoon caught on fire. So, th- actually, you said this saved your house. But it, it saved my house. But no, it could have burned your house down. But if that hadn't st- gone up in smoke, I wouldn't have smelled the smoke woken up by uh, my parents. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry again for saying you're an idiot, Mum. You're not. Something could have
1: all right okay i'll give it but that. then arguably if I the spoon you hadn't
0: s- been on the stovetop wouldn't have caught fire anyway so there you would you have been s- no
1: risk to the home i thought you got gonna say that there was uh <laughs> that that you pressed your parents so much that they decided to get up and belt you and then they then when they went to reach for the spoon they're like hang on there's a fire in the house as well <laughs> so it was really this like you're over we really it.
0: should have workshopped this better that would have been way <laughs> <awesome>. way better
1: <laughs> So the spoon that saved the house. But, uh, but long
0: story short, back to the game of football.
1: Now we have the Dragons. Uh, the Dragons? Uh, no, we, had, we had the Dragons. We had the Dragons. <laughs> the Dragons. Sorry, as a snippet from last week. we got the Tigers. And they kicked us to the curb. Uh, now, uh, wait, look, uh, who's the danger man in these Tigers? Side oh, this obviously
0: place? James Tedesco. I mean,
1: he showed at origin.
0: He hasn't quite had the touch that he's uh, showed in origin in club form for the Tigers, but he's still arguably the best fullback in the comp, one of the most damaging players around. So he, for me, is the biggest danger man i got a bit of a surprise one as well. Tui Lola Hare. Since he's gone over at 5'8", he's been very average, but he's such a talented player. I think he's due a very good game.
1: This is the Warriors guy that came up. Yes, yes. He's
0: immensely talented. He's been kind of wasted over at the Warriors, and now the Tigers are wasting him as well. But I feel like he's just due to kick on and show his talent a bit, so I'm a bit worried about him.
1: Yeah, look, the Tigers have got this sort of ensemble cast, if you will. But they've sort of lost a few players, got a few more around, They've got a few more coming. They're losing some leadership group. Uh, Matt Ballin recently retired uh, this week, uh, effective immediately. Um, so it's, it's you know, it's a bit of a jumble. And if this jumble happens to work, they're going to put a lot of points on us. Um, uh, the first halves, uh, this is all our stats. The stats are courtesy of our resident stat man, Margaret Fitzgerald. Thank, Thank you, me. Margaret. Um, and, but like, they have the worst second half. As far as points going, um, than any other side, which I find amazing because I could have sworn it was the Newcastle Knights.
0: Look, all uh, <laughs> yeah, all logic and good thinking would yeah. uh, prove to it being the Knights, but apparently we're not the worst. I so. think we
1: must concede the most points in the second half. Surely, anyway, that would make sense. Yeah, anyway, that's yeah. one for Margaret a bit later in the week. Um, we'll find that one out. We'll catch up over a roast, Mark. <laughs> and and uh, the bowler. But yeah, also uh, we got. We're missing the most tackles. We need to tighten up the tackles. The oh, absolutely. Half, when we're missing all our tackles, we're missing up to 30 a game. And um, that's going to be damaging... We're averaging, st- sorry, averaging up to 30 a
0: game. And that's going to be damaging, especially against the Tigers, because they tend to score mostly through the middle. So if we really leave a, a bit of room, a bit of latitude in the ruck there with some missed tackles and whatever, I think the... The Tigers forwards could cause some real damage through the guts there.
1: And look, look, uh, Teddy and uh, uh, Norfoluma. Norfoluma? Norfoluma. Norfoluma? Um uh Both have over 80 tackle busts. Um, you know...
0: It, oh, yeah, they're just untackled. It's slippery, quite amazing. Slippery characters. It's, uh, it's really impressive. Nofaluma, well, he's um, another one to watch because, again, like he breaks tackles at will. He's also got more runs than any player in the NRL. So he is one who comes in a lot. He's going to come in for a lot of work, so... He has shown himself to be a bit of a defensive liability. So if the Knights can get three and four in the tackle on Nofaluma, not allow him to break the tackle, slowing down at the ruck, tire him out a bit, he might not have that running impact that he tends to have. You can throw a bit of defense at a very tired David Nofaluma.
1: I hope, I hope we can do it. Like This is a chance that we could really show, considering that they uh, scored the least in the second half, we can have a bit of second half redemption and show that all the supporters, like, sorry, like, it's a bit of an apology for last week and say... Look, uh, this is our chance to you know to bounce back, uh, and it'll be at home. It's the mining round. They always do the mining round uh, the same time as the Tigers round because they like to feel that the crowd is all supporting the miners. Very clever, very um, clever. Nice marketing yes. there. That's our courtesy of Michael Rippon. Thank you very much for that. Uh, but it's, um, it's 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 this is it's going to be a big crowd. Last year at uh, this round, we got twenty-two thousand people there.
0: That's a hell of a crowd. Yeah, and for the, a team who was coming last
1: at the time as well. And we have a singular point more than that uh, yes. at the moment. So, so
0: packed house, thirty-five thousand. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> well, it, it's we're not coming off the best game to do. If we'd beaten the Dragons, it would have been the case. But um, but look, it it's going to be an important game. I know I'll be there. Um, I'll be listening on the road. Yes, ABC
0: Green Stand. Great station. Colleagues of very uh, <laughs> Yes, yeah, so essentially we do the same thing. Where, essentially, yeah. But um, look, Jamie Bure has been named in the extended squad. Do you think, where does he fit in?
1: Well, you'd, well you wouldn't bring him <laughs> back straight in the starting line. I'd bring him back off the bench. I'd use him as the, the as the Tyler Randall was used uh, this week um, as a bit of a... Uh, replacement for um, Danny Levi. Yep, because uh, Randall obviously has been re- released.
0: Was that effective immediately, or has he been named? I didn't oh, look at the side. <laughs> <laughs> look, look,
1: he was, it he was. Uh, he's 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 leaving very soon. He'll leave before June thirty. Tyler Randall. um okay. uh, But like, get, bring Danny Levi off. We we suffered majorly an attack when Danny Levi came off. So I think having someone like Bureau in there, uh, if we can ha- get them in points where we have a lot of momentum, a lot of ball, keep you know, and he w- wouldn't have to defend in the middle like a traditional hooker like. But yeah, that's where I would use him. Hooker. Get that creativity yeah, happening out like of the Like a theater. roving hooker. Roving hooker. Like a, yes. a hooker lock sort of a thing. Like if he's on the same time as Levi, I just keep him on there. But I'll bring him on late. I'll bring him on after at least 25 minutes to take the sting out of uh, the Tigers. But um, beer is an important part of that um, equation to, to get in the win. Uh, and That's it. He just brings back so much experience. There's someone else that's also coming back too. There is
0: oh shit <laughs> there uh, is someone else coming back we'll talk about this in the second half anyway. We'll
1: ta- yes we'll discuss it in the pointy end we'll discuss it in the pointy end thank you uh, sorry, although so, thank for, you for our, lives, us. our live
0: listeners if you do have the answer to who's coming back call us and you'll
1: receive a free just care package <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll be right back for the second half uh, with the pointy end and uh, a whole lot more nonsense thanks guys Welcome back to the second half of the Jets. Uh, we, we're going to jump straight into the pointy end uh, of it's the Jeffs. Pointy this week too, isn't it? Just yes. Liam. Liam, what's uh, well Skidsy signed. It's done. He's been pictured in club colours. He's ours now. Yes. Yeah. Official signing uh, of the Newcastle Knights. Uh, Skidmark, Steve, uh, Sean, Kenny, Dowd. Um, uh, as you, have, you've said uh, before, he has got a bit of a rocks and diamonds. I have, and it? I've spoken at great length about that. But you know, the more I think about it, the more I think it's a positive for the club.
0: I won't go into why again because
1: that have consumed a large
0: part of the last two
1: podcasts. <laughs> but look, it's but yeah, s- it's, I think it's a good signing. It's good to see him finally in the kit, um, and he's signing suits written. him, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 the same colours, same colours, <laughs> in <is, yeah. laughs> different format, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it looks good, uh, and it's good to see uh, new faces in the Knights' colours.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: And a little bit more of signing news. bit more. It looks now a bit of signing bad news.
0: looks like Connor Watson will be poached by the Tigers now. They're offering a bit less money, but they are offering him the cho- uh, the chance to play his preferred preferred position of fullback, obviously. I think he's too small to play fullback, Just putting it out there. Yes, no, I think i got to agree with you, kind of is. But then again, you've got Bevan French over at the Eels showing that that simply isn't Always the case, but he's, he's rangy, isn't he? He's skinny. He's very skinny. I thought
1: Bevan French should be over six. Like he'd be he might like be six tall, more. but he's, a, he's like a rake. Yeah, but I think I, I think Connor Watson in this day and age, like the day of the is, small fullback, stumpy boy. The day of the small, the, the Matty Bowen days uh, are gone. They're gone. Uh, Died with Clive Churchill, you reckon?
0: <laughs> <The small laughs> yeah, all back. that time ago. Was a great Newcastle boy. Yeah, he was. But uh, yeah, no, I think he would have been a good signing, but he's. He, now, the reason he wants to leave the Roosters is the same reason, funnily enough, that Tui Lollahea signed with the Tigers. He w- he's sick of playing utility. And now he's coming over to play fullback. It's now looking like Tui is going to be forced to play that role. But I think if Watson came to Newcastle, he would be stuck in that kind of utility role well, between think, the halves, hooker and fullback.
1: I think, like, hopefully if he came to Newcastle and uh, we haven't heard anything official um, from uh, from Connor Watson. It's only uh, sort of conjecture, if you will. Um that uh, he he would replace Jalen Feeney at uh, at halfback. Um and look it's still up in the air. Look it doesn't look like we're gonna get him, but also apparently we're offering him, you know, two hundred thousand dollars less than the Tigers are. So you can't knock him for taking more money. But I just still think that No, he's I think
0: we're offering more, but they're offering him the position he wants. No, no, no uh, well what I've heard
1: that, No what I've <laughs> I'm glad we've sorted all this out before we start recording. Um what I heard it was uh was that we're offering him four hundred thousand to play half. Um and he's he's going six hundred k to. Oh, I
0: thought it was the other way around. No, 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 no. should
1: no. see our run sheet is great. It's a finger painting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also the uh, the the Broncos poaching. Yes,
0: now we've got a, a as good as signed. Our mail leads us to believe Herman Sasa and Tau, Tau Mulga. Malga. Now Sasa a very highly rated prop forward under uh, Wayne Bennett, and I think again he's the kind of prop that Newcastle needs. Good, hard working, physical prop, and I mean if you're rated highly by. Uh, Wayne Bennett. I'm waiting for the, like. Sorry, Newcastle fans. I can't take that <laughs> seriously I can't finish that with a straight face. I'm
1: waiting. But- <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for them to like both come over like Mangoma and Hermannessa, and then be like, and they both have you know Hep C, and they both don't have long for this world, and. Delivers a shot, and you know they because apparently Wayne Bennett highly values aging. No, I, I thought he might be like foxing with this whole thing going. Oh, you oh, think he's he, foxing? Okay, just going, oh, don't take them, please, don't take them off their hands, and then we ta- we well, get we'd them. We'd hate to lose them. Then we get them, we realize that they're hopeless. It's and they, actually just one
0: bloke. <laughs> <laughs> it's one bloke. He's
1: pulled the old switcheroo. Well, um, and so like uh, hopefully we we, we this would continue some a good run of uh of signings. When I say a good run, just uh any actual signings. A run, yes, any signings. Uh, run. <laughs> Of of NRL players, yeah. um, from other NRL sides, not just um random players or Super League players that no one has really heard of, but look, it, it's good, it's good, uh, it's good signs for the future. Now, what I was uh, saying to you earlier, Liam, uh, well, this is big, uh, yes, yes, oh, this is big, guys. We have on good authority that a the cert- best authority. That a, yeah, let's not jump the gun. <laughs> good, Actually, that wouldn't even go. Good authority. We have it on authority. Have an authority. Actually, um, we heard at the pub. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. that's a lie. It's just where all our information is heard from. Um, That a certain player. Well, let's let's leave it uh, to to guess. Uh, We'll call him uh, Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Is he European? James Graham. James Graham. (laughs) Ah, (laughs) oh. I hear that it's uh, that it's uh, the contract's been written up, uh, ready for a signature. Uh, I heard that he's accepted it. He's on 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 more of a handshake. What exciting
0: times! Well, Delightful.
1: Well, that would be the first big one. You know what I mean? That would that, be the first one that we've actually gone after. Hard. And then the rest of the dominoes will fall like a house of cards. Well, we've said this before, that players want to come play with James Graham. It will, it will have this flow and effect, but also it gives us a real structure. If we can get him for... God knows, the guy's been playing first rugby league for about 45 years. Um, but it gives us a lot of opportunity to, to, to move forward and start to shape this side around... Um, you know, and look, we're going to have a nay We're going to have people that come out and say, like, oh, it's too old. Oh, they enough. will say nay. And, they uh, will say but nay. But that's after every signing. Is but I
0: mean, look, a player like James Graham, I mean, he only started playing rugby league because World War Two ended. He was <laughs> sick of not fighting people. I mean, this this is a bloke who loves the game, loves the nitty-gritty, the dirty, underhanded, punch a bloke in the balls while he's uh, on his honeymoon type player. And I, <laughs> and I buy, think it's just what we need.
1: Buy him a beer after and have a good... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And look, if you look at his stats this year, um and there's rarely a game that he makes under 100 meters. Uh, he always uh, always has the the um his hands on the ball, and uh, he's just a real real has that kind of aggression and uh, confidence in his own game that we don't have. And he can ball play a bit, which which I hope he doesn't, because although never, we now we have seen that the Knights have been
0: willing to use their forwards in a bit more of a tip on type. Expanding the game role, maybe uh, James Graham could help the young ones out with that a bit, and yeah, shore up it. the errors perhaps.
1: It's starting to it's starting to take shape. And um, what is exciting about these signings? Um, because obviously we're we're still in the bottom of the ladder. Um, no, we're not. Yeah, but we might not as well on be. for and against. Yeah, but until the next buy round comes around, the Tigers get their buy and then they jump us again. Look, look. Anyway, anyway, being at the bottom ish of the ladder. Um <laughs> very ish. Very ish. Um it's is that every player that we sign now is assuming going to be taking the place of a player that we currently have. So suddenly these seventeen that are out there um in each week are playing for their positions. You can assume that um uh, uh Mogger is is gonna take um Gagai's spot. Uh and but like as far as Aiden Guerra, James Graham uh, Herman SSA that these players are going to come in to the spot of a of, of a current player now these are still up in the air like which you know are we going to keep both Safidis probably not um, what you know, well you know like oh that, we simply must but like uh, players like Josh Starling uh, players I can bugger off yeah <laughs> yeah well it's, it's it's like that now these players are out there to, they, they have the rest of the season to prove themselves why why the Knights should keep them because now unlike this season and the previous we will actually have other players as an option um you could assume that's uh, terrifying. You could assume other uh, Ken C or Bren- Brendan Elliot are, are under threat from Kenny Dowd. Um, hopefully, they play him at wing and not at center. Uh, oh no, he'd be terrible at center. He's he played <laughs> a lot of he played when he in his best years at center. But he was that classic like, oh, you're a great winger, jump in the centers, like which I've never been a fan of. If you're a great winger, you should stay on the wing. Um, Dan Gagai being another example of that. Um, fantastic winger for uh, State of Origin, jumps back in center, and you know. Um, tries to tackle their pian- piano fingers um, of his. Um, but you look, so that's a, a, it's an exciting prospect when you start to assume that all the players that we're signing are actually going to make this first grade side uh, in, in places of others. but like it because we have this sort of solid Newcastle nucleus as we talked about before, um, it gives the players like um, as more signings come in, uh, obviously they're looking for another half. they're looking at Connor Watson. Uh, you could assume that either it's going to be Jalen Feeney or Brock Lamb. One of the two. Like those, like The combination hasn't worked well enough as it is. You assume Brock Lamb has had more success than Jalen Feeney. So and
0: shown far more improvement.
1: Yeah, yeah. Jalen Feeney like, has the rest of the season to prove himself. So this gives him a, a good like, sort of like, look, we're not kicking you out. But, like, you got to do something quick. you got to show us why we've got to keep you. They've all of a sudden been put on probation. Well, yeah, this was this season was. Like, last year it was sort of like, come on, find your feet. And this year it's like, come on, show us what you've got. Uh, and the only forward that really stand up besides Barney has been um, uh, Daniel Safidi. You can assume that Daniel Safidi will take um, precedence as, as trying to retain him as a prop. Um, but now if we get Jimmy Graham... That that sounds good, doesn't it? Jimmy Graham and and Dan and Dan, and Dan Whoa, with Jacob Safiti coming off the bench. Well, hopefully, so hopefully we can get both Sefedis. that would be at, tremendous. But at the same time, uh, it's yeah, it's, uh, it starts to put things in perspective. Um, so look, it's going to be exciting.
0: Um, oh, very, absolutely. Have we got anything else there for the now? Point the ma- no, that covers the pointy <laughs> Actually, that's a good point. <laughs> end. Well summed up. Well wrapped up. But a couple of questions as uh following on from you know how do you follow on from an unprecedented uh live mail sack? But we'll do our best as we, uh, you know, troll through another week till Origin.
1: Um, Did you write any questions down this week? I
0: did. I remembered to write the questions down, so I'm not fumbling in my phone. Now, first one. It's from Aidan Kelleher. Uh, Joust Tragic. Uh, Why does Nathan Brown deserve to stay next year? Are you throwing it to me? I'm going (laughs) to throw it to you first and come back. Why does Nathan Brown deserve to stay next year?
1: Yeah, look, I think... um unlike someone like the Tigers, which is, you know, uh, someone's got a new coach. Uh, in, I know Nathan Brown's not, no longer a new coach. You know, this is his second year in. Uh, but w- what he's done is stuck to his guns. We've spoken about this before. I think this is, uh, it's something that we, we don't want to side that we just buy in like we did in 2011 uh, to 12. And then uh, sort of reap the rewards while they're there and then wait for all the two and three year contracts to end. And then either not successful and move them on or are successful and struggle to sort of retain them. Um and look, we saw what happened with the Tigers, the Big Four issue, you know what I mean? Like, um and the, the, the most talented players in that side um couldn't be retained and all went elsewhere. Uh I think where Nathan Brown at the end of the season would be much easier to say, but I think at the end of the season we'll we'll see uh players that complement a side already and we keep the good and we throw away the bad. And this has been uh, only a coach that has the full confidence uh, by by the club. And I believe uh, when we get bought by someone else, that's most likely going to be West League's club, um, that there'll be a massive clean-out and Nathan Brown will the only be the man standing as far as, like, um, you know, we'll see uh, Matthew Gilley go. We'll see everyone else of this time of sort of... Uh, the love. boys' club, if you will. The boys' club be, be stripped, but I think Nathan Brown will stay because he has the confidence in this town um, that... Uh, we can get results from him, and look, we, we're like, and like, we're if you take some of these four point um, and even one point losses away, suddenly we're we're back in that middle, and we're beating teams like South Tigers, Canberra. Um, well, I a- mean, you've only got to look at the uh, the
0: comparative ladder that was put up, I believe, yesterday, where you see the Knights are ranked fourth, if judged purely on first forty half. minute, yeah, first half forty minute period. So it's clearly there's some football being played there. It's just a stepping stone to consistently playing that kind of football.
1: Well, maybe we could just have it like a, like appeal to the NRL um, just to have 40-minute 40 40 minute games. 40-minute games, yeah. Quicker games. Like, like is quick? i got a lot to do. It, I'm w- busy. It worked with 2020 in cricket.
0: And didn't it work well? And Rugby so Sevens has gone huge around the world. And look, they games. love the
1: nines, comp. So love the just, nines. Look, 80 minutes is a long time.
0: But now, you now it's funny that you bring up the Tigers comparison because <clears throat> I've been considering that quite a bit myself. When mm. Ivan Cleary came in... Massive shakeup. Got rid of a bunch of local talents, which obviously was well in motion before he came, so he can hardly be blamed for that. But then has gone on a bit of a, you know, big signing spree, but a bit hodgepodge. They've signed uh, Russell Packer. They've signed Ben Matalino, two very good front rowers. Then yeah. you'll pair with Aaron Woods. Decent no, no, front. Wood, r- Woods is gone. Woods is gone. Woods so you won't gone. pair with Aaron. Woods, so <laughs> you'll pair with each other. Yeah, they'll pair with one another. Yeah. Um, and then they've signed Josh Reynolds on a whim. Yeah, they've so signed Josh Reynolds first to six, who they're going to play with Brooks at seven. Yeah. Then they've gone out and signed on a whim, Tui Lollahaya can play one and six, but wants to play one. Then they've gone outside Connor Watson, can play one and six, but wants to play one. Yeah. Tui Lollahaya might want to play six as well. It feels like... Oh no,
1: I've gone cross-eyed. Like, yeah, so what are we talking about?
0: It, like, it, you, you, we're kind of seeing side-by-side side two different, very different methods of rebuilding. Yeah. And while Brown seems to be a lot more slow-burning... You know, it's going to take a bit longer to work type yeah, set up yeah, as to yeah. what Ivan Cleary's gone in and done. I think in the long term, we're going to see a lot better results out of uh, Brownie's tenure. So, yes, Aidan, I do think he deserves to say, purely because, hell, we've already given him two years. To give him, you know, the stick at the end of this, we got to start Pointless. again,
1: again. Pointless, yeah. yeah. You bring a new coach in, and a new coach comes in with a new method.
0: And then a further rebuild, and I think we've invested this much time in it. I know it's a very conservative uh, thing to say. We've invested this much time in it. Let him finish his plan. I
1: think you only have to look at the, the roster we have now and the players that are coming off contract. And the the likes of, you know, the players that we're definitely going to keep uh, will be the ones we were... Danny Levi, Mitch Barnett, Daniel Safidi, um, uh, probably both Matautia's that are playing first grade at the moment. Um, but, like, this starts to shape aside, you know what I mean? Plus with the signings that we got. Um, you can start writing a 17 out and you go, well, hang on a second, that actually looks really competitive and nice.
0: And another great example as well, if we're going towards that, is um, you look at the great uh, Gus Gould's five-year plan at the Panthers. (sighs) Replace the coach two years in, bam, it was like they were starting again. You know, wealth of junior talent, much of it local, a lot of work developing. Changed the coach out, didn't seem like a big deal at the time, but then all of a sudden your five-year plan to get a premiership is, I think, in its... Eighth year? Maybe? I don't think it's, it's definitely up there. I think it's the fifth year. I'm
1: pretty sure is it, it is. It? Yeah. Look, and I think our Gold was. Anyway, it, It's, it, was
0: it's it hasn't lived up to its promise, and I think a lot of that I would put down to the replacement of Anthony Griffin with Ivan Cleary. Or vice versa, whichever one was a
1: replacement. <laughs> Look, the thing about Gus Gould, I think he might have just started spruking this five year plan to make sure that his contract lasted five years. Like, it was quite brilliant. Do really. you think he
0: ever actually said to the coach that he had a plan that was going to last five years?
1: <laughs> I think, well, he started talking this five year plan when they were down. Like, they were down. And, like, sure enough, they're competitive now, but they're not world beaters. They, you know, um, they, they were favourites to, to win the comp this year, and they definitely haven't, they've shown glimpses of that. But they're not like these this formidable side. They're no Melbourne Storm that you'd no. expect you'd get after that tender. Um, so that's it. And I think I personally it, to let Brownie
0: go now in the middle of this rebuild. You'll be looking back on that in ten years as all oh, same as what they did with Hook. They changed the coach, and bam, things went not to hell, but you know, yeah, things well. didn't get much better. Anyway, good question, Aidan. Very good question. Uh, next question is from S. Kelly. Now we go back to Origin here with uh, Mister S. Kelly. Still in the coaching and still hoofing the coach. Yeah. Now, obviously, yeah. says Seamus Kelly, this is Daly's last throw of the
1: dice. Yeah, it is. Who are the front runners to replace him? Well, uh, for me, uh, I've always thought someone... I don't know what he's doing. I think he's in England, but Jeff Toovey. Uh, someone yeah, that's, yeah, he's too. Someone that's been there. Someone that's coached finals teams. Uh, someone that could seem like that he could take... Full focus on it, and also like he's an emotional guy, um, someone that can really he fire. Loves the blue jersey. Fire the boys up. Yeah, you know, um, hasn't been the same since Adam McDougall kicked him in the face. Uh, no, no, th- I think that caused some fairly serious lasting damage. <laughs> gave him some, you know, nine studs, you know, face up, but uh, <laughs> but um, but like I, I don't know. There's something about Daly that's way weight- weight- I think he's been around the system too long. Um, that, that he's a little bit too calm, a little bit too. To, and like he just doesn't have that same I don't think he puts the fear in the guys that I think Tuvi would because I think Tuvi would put fear in everyone if you were driving Tuvi around in an Uber you'd be getting I'd you know, be quite, terrified you'd yeah. woeful yeah just um, you know just discussing which route to take and then just saying you know there's got to be an investigation into this <laughs> into this <laughs> Taking the M4, but you know, um, you get a lot of traffic fines. <laughs> just screaming out the window of the car, that's but uh, I think that's important. I think it's someone like that's got to have a little fight for yourself, Liam. Who, I
0: got to stick on the Sea Eagles bandwagon here. Trent Barrett has proved this year he's a hell of a rugby league coach.
1: Would you go back to having like someone as a club
0: coach as well? I as think an it's got to be standalone. I, you know, I think how serious Origin is these days, how big of an entity it is. I think it's got to be a standalone coach. And what Trent Barrett's done with this manly side. You know, he was tipped at the start of the season to be gone in three weeks, to be dumped. And now he's coaching a top four side, playing amazing footy. So I think Trent Barrett's going to come into the conversations pretty soon.
1: Yeah, no, I think he's not far away. He's Not far been, away. Someone that's worn the blue jersey, someone that's coaching well. And, and arguably the greatest looking rugby league player of all time. He just he, he doesn't look like an old man, does oh, he? He has not aged a day. Amazing. Unlike someone like... Um, Myself. <laughs> 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 aged horribly. Or even like uh what's it uh who's Mortimer's the guy that played uh Daniel Mortimer, beautiful. No 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 his father. Oh Steve Mortimer. Steve Mortimer looks like an eighty five year old man. It. He's I about mean, sixty.
0: you watch the eighty five origin when they finally won, he kisses the ground, yeah. You look like a you know, veteran
1: returning to battleground he fought out 100 years ago. I thought he just collapsed out of uh, fatigue and age. Like, you know, I thought he's arthritic knees. a <laughs> bad out hip of him. going out yeah.
0: again. Ah, <laughs> oh, my hip. Well, you know, he's quite the opposite of Trent Barrett. What a player, though. Any more Did questions? No, that's all we've got for the questions. That's but again, thank you for the contributions to Liam's Mail Sack. Get him in as usual. We'll do our best to address them now,
1: Liam. Yes, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ooh, What was that? Um, I just brought the, brought the tone down a little. Do you like that? Uh, mm. <laughs> I can take it anywhere I want. Taking <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, all your late, late, late love song requests, <laughs> 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 you like digging into the past. I do. Uh, I adore it. You consider yourself a bit of a bit of a history buff. Um, I do. And we always like uh, finding out where these ex Knights players have gone. Uh, in a bit of a blast. From the past, uh, from the past, <laughs> uh, and uh, who have we got this week? Ah, this week, Nate. This is a good
0: one. We've got Ash Gordon. Ash, Ash. ha, <laughs> savior of the universe. universe. <laughs> yeah, Ash Gordon. Actually, he was the um the first Indigenous player to play for the Newcastle Knights. So, you know, broke a bit of ground, broke down some barriers. He what, was, what year uh, was that when you played? That was 1990. Yeah, when he first, that's right. No, sorry, 89 he started up. But he he played a lot for the Knights. He played a total of 56 games in his first stint uh, with a really good try scoring rate. He scored 33 tries in that 56 games. And uh, our stats men at home will work that out for themselves because I ain't doing it. (laughs) And then in his second stint, 95, came back uh, 15 games. He only scored the five tries in that... 15 games, but still, still the, the man could find the line. He was a fullback slash winger, so, you know, a bit of toe about him. Yeah. Uh, sandwiched his career with uh, a stint in the Penrith Panthers back there in 93. Uh, yeah, Not a very successful year for the Panthers, but he was coming off the, the tail end of a pretty damaged club there after the early 90s grand finals, but it was what he did in retirement that really amazed me. It
1: Interesting was... time, was it? What, what did he get up to?
0: Yeah, no, it was, uh, like, you would not believe this if I told you. He, he actually combined with a uh, Dr. Hans Zarkov and uh, a travel agent, Dale Arden. Dale was, um yeah, his local travel agent from here in the Hunter. And they uh, actually traveled into space right. to investigate a, a case of hot hail and uh, an unexpected eclipse. I mean, NASA had told them not to worry about it, but uh,
1: they decided to go anyway. Well,
0: Doctor he said, "Now look, I think we got to look into it." And um, it, it was actually a pretty groundbreaking case. They landed on planet Mongo, um, and there was a you know horrifying, despot, uh, Ming the Merciless. He was um, he was just attacking Earth out of pure boredom. So good lord, it was oh no, it was terrifying. So um, <laughs> you know, met up with their race of uh, Hawkmen, who were their allies. Uh, uh, Flash and the gang saved Earth from Ming the Merciless. It was a, oh, I was a hell of a time. And I mean, you know, coming out of the, the 90s, a successful period for the Knights, everything was optimistic. And then Ming the Merciless, you know, starts attacking Earth, I think, really yeah. brought the people of uh, Newcastle down and really <laughs> kind of, it, it, it tired the city out. And then, you know, the great Ash Gordon. Ash Gordon. Yeah, took up uh, arms against Ming the Merciless. Ash Gordon, saviour
1: of the universe. Saviour of the universe. Who would have thought uh, an ex-knights player could could travel into space uh, in you know, the search of the hot That's hail amazing, and, yeah. and, and save the planet itself? It's quite that just shows what kind of calibre of knights players that we've had playing for us. And uh, and w- amazing stories that we get from our blasts from the past. Thank you so much, Liam, for uh, digging those stories up. Uh, thank you, uh, everyone, for listening to another episode of The Joust. Thank you, Jousters. Uh, look, uh, if you'd like to keep up with us, uh, please... Uh, like us on Facebook and uh, listen to us on SoundCloud as well as iTunes. But keep an eye out on all the social pipes. Uh, we'll be putting stuff out there. Uh, Liam, thank you for joining me. It's been a pleasure, Nagy. I thank th- you for having I me. I thought you were going to nod again. <laughs> <Boy>. <laughs> they
0: can't see the nod. They can't see the nod. I'm still getting my head around that. <laughs> Elliot, can you can we fix that, our producer?
1: To see <laughs> the okay. nod. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we're going to ha-
0: next week have an audio uh, representation of a nod.
1: Of a nod. What do we can sound it will make? Probably none. Mm. <laughs> They have the nod. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Jesses. We'll see you next week.
0: On the ning nang nong where the cows go bong and
1: the monkeys fall safe, there's a nod.